He's a former two-term Texas state representative, former Texas Freedom Caucus chairman, and a retired Fort Worth PD officer, continuing his crusade to defend and protect the Constitution for we the people. Welcome to the Mike Lang Show. Biden has screwed up the United States so bad with inflation, the economy, the border issue, energy policies, you name it, anything he can do to screw it up, he's done it. Let's start with inflation. 8.3%, 40-year high. You know, what's up with this? Well, and that's a new way to measure inflation, too. And then if they use the old way to measure it, it'd be considerably higher. Right. That's the new Biden way, right? With all his new policies. Have you tried to spend money lately? Uh, it doesn't quite get you as far as it did even a month ago. It's kind of scary, actually. Yeah, I put half a tank of diesel in the truck the other day, and it was $122 for a half tank. Unreal. And unsustainable. And with This is actually entered stagflation territory. And so what's the Biden administration going to do to even take a step toward making, making a correction? When they tried dumping the strategic oil reserve three or four weeks ago, it affected gasoline for about five or seven days. And now we're right back to over $4 a gallon, headed toward $5. What is he going to do? And it's a gimmick. That whole stockpile stuff's just a gimmick. And, you know, he made money off of that because that was all purchased. And he's selling that. Don't forget. You know, they're not giving it away for free. So they bought it back, you know, when gas is a lot lower. And he sells it when gas is a lot higher. And don't forget, inflation was 1.5% before he took office. Well, and that just really displays for everybody the difference in having sound fiscal policy and a insane person, you know, up in D.C. and in the White House. You know, we, we talked about the food earlier in the grocery store, and we can't get things like we used to at our old prices. And, let, you know, baby formula, now we can't even get that because they're shipping it to the border. The difference this time is this is an essential thing that's needed every single day by a large majority of the po or a large portion of the population and they can't do without it and the, sh and the shelves are bare. It's not even a matter of not finding the specific one you happen to like. It's not there and people are traveling hours to find one or two you know, containers of uh, formula at this point. Or they're going to Amazon and they're switching from the United States tab on the bottom to the UK and Canada tab and now all of a sudden they get it. And then we see the stories, like I said, all the shipment of this baby formula going to all the illegal aliens that cross into our, well, I say border in a loosely term because we don't have a border anymore. But it's being shipped down there, yet our children here in the United States can't get it. Well, and that just, again, displays the difference between having an America first attitude and America last. And, you know, now that the floodwaters, the metaphorical floodwaters are at people's doors, I think we're going to see a pretty good swing of the pendulum in this November. And I hope we do, you know, because now people are getting on the Internet and doing their homemade concoctions for, you know, baby formula and goat milk and everything that you can do and go back to the olden days. And maybe we need to do some of that. Um, but let's get some of these plants back online like the Abbott facility in Michigan 
you know, where the FDA is just holding them down. Well, it sure sounds like, at least partially, this is a manufactured crisis. Again, the government's sticking their hands in something. I believe the formula manufacturer has already come back and said it wasn't our plant, and that bacteria that was found wasn't even found anywhere in the plant where the, where the formula was being produced. Yet here we are, weeks and weeks later, and the government still has it shut down without really um, giving us a reason why, exacerbating a problem and turning a moderate crisis into you know what I would consider at this point a serious crisis going forward. And then when you add in the fact that it's been being sent to the border, it's like it's insulting. They're just you know giving us the finger and saying deal with it. We're going to send it where we want to, not even your own people. Well, and then the other side of this is that the federal government, and there's a long history of this. Senator Rand Paul had a book several years back called Government Bullies. If you hadn't read that, you probably should. It's it's a real eye-opener as to how the federal government can come in and basically just take over a company, shut everything down. There's a story in there about a guitar manufacturer, and the EPA came in and said, hey, you're using some type of endangered species of wood shut everything down. Everything had to come to a screeching halt for months and months. And then when it was over, they're like, oh, our bad. Yeah, that's typical. Yeah, Nate, that's Gibson Guitar, an iconic brand in the United States who's been around for, I'm sure, well over 100 years at this point. And they were accused by the government of using some endangered wood and drug them through the legal system for well over a year, probably costing them hundreds of thousands of dollars for at the end of the day for them to go, whoops, sorry, our mistake. Hey, please go to the Mike Lang Show on YouTube and Rumble and click subscribe. We'd appreciate the subscriptions. Also go to themikelangshow.com where you can receive member-only content. And we talk about Biden's problems with energy and inflation and border and Title 42 and everything going on. You know, he's on the news, every single station, and they run the same thing. And he's talking about, we're in power. We have the Senate, we have the House, we have the presidency. You're right. You're in power, and you've screwed it all up. And do you believe that you and your administration bear some measure of responsibility for the inflation that we're seeing across the country? First is we're in power. That's the first thing. And you justifiably right. We control all three branches of the government. He was handed a country, or rather he stole a country that was in great shape. And then now he's just driven it into the ditch. And it's, you know, uh, Trump was right again. He said, look, if this guy gets in office, it's going to be bad. We're going to have problems out of the Ukraine. We're going to have problems with North Korea and Russia. Everything that he has said has come true. Well, elections have consequences and stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. And it really just shows how tenuous our situation probably has been for a long time. That someone who's such a bad leader who doesn't really come at things, in my opinion, with an honest heart or really thinking about what's best for the American people and how quickly things dissolve. Now, granted, I'm sure some of the world events and some of the parts of the economic cycle that have changed isn't helping, but when you do in, uh, in enact policies that actually quicken and speed up a degrading process on your economy, as the American people, what are we left, what are we left to hope for? What's, what's the next step? Are we just going to wait for him to either die or, you know, step down and Kamala Harris is going to take over? It's, oh, it, my goodness. Yes. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. what's, let's, let's talk about reality. That's where we're headed, right? It could be. Yeah. It could be. Is and she going to do be, better? No. She would do worse, I think. But you couldn't, you look at his policies, we're talking about his policies and his team behind him or beside him, wherever they're at, in front of him most of the time. <laughs> yeah. 
But you look at the policies and you couldn't make a better plan to screw up the United States that they have done. And they took six months. They took his team six months to come up with this new ultra mega quote that they're using and putting on media all the time. They're state run media, basically. And so, you know, what did the conservatives do? They took that switched it around, put it on Twitter, put it on Facebook, all over social media. Now they're calling it ultra mega people. The ultra mega king is Trump. So they just switched a six month. And how does it take them six months to come up, their consultant to come up with this stuff? Well, you know, that's probably a pretty corrupt process in that they're just paying their buddy, you know, 80 or $100,000 to, um, you know, come up with a, a little marketing scheme and, you know, the funny thing about that, you know, the right taking it over, there's that old saying, the left can't meme. Well, the right can, and they have been. You know, along with the ultra MAGA consultant thing they come up, came up with for six months ago, now they have the pro-choice is now pro-decision because that polls better than pro-choice because, you know, the pro-choice, they're getting hammered right now with the abortion issue in the Supreme Court. Well, I, I see Ultra MAGA as nothing but deplorables 2.0 or 3.0. It, it becomes obvious once again, the left does not understand the right or where the right comes from. And so they, they can't really make fun of us very effectively because they don't understand us. And I would argue the right actually understands how crazy the left is, which is why the, the ability of the right to make fun of the left in memes and other in, in phraseology, things like deplorable, deplorables and turning things around, it just shows they don't understand us, but we understand them. And actually, I believe we understand the American voter. And that's what's really important uh, on a nationwide scale is who can pull the middle of the road guys. And when you've got the left that's just, you know, burning their blue hair on fire, you know, setting themselves, torching themselves outside the Supreme Court. And then you've got the right that's over here saying like, hey, you know, gas didn't used to be $4 a gallon. You guys remember that? And it resonates and connects with people. You know, it, if it's talking about issues, it actually affects them. Yeah, the, the whole energy thing with, you know, you have to have energy to make products. And then you have to have energy to deliver those products. But the left doesn't understand that. That or they just want to monopolize the energy. And they want to have it all so unsustainable and drive us into being a third world country, which really, if you go back and and look at it, uh, you know, the communist takeover of America has been, you know, played out slowly over the last several decades. And, you know, maybe it's just another step towards that. Well, it's clou it's the Clower and Piven strategy. You know, you overwhelm the system, crash the system. And then because you're in power at the time of the crash, you reform the system in the way that you like. They're very calculated on how they attack because they've got an overarching plan, and that plan is to crash the system. So things like ruining the economy, ruining our military, leaving billions of dollars of equipment over in Afghanistan, sending billions of dollars to Ukraine when there's not really a clear good guy or bad guy in that, in that conflict. This is all for crashing the system, overwhelming the economy, overwhelming the system, and, and reforming it in their fashion. And then you put the border in it, and we don't really even have a border anymore, and you open the border up, and it's just a melting pot of how can we screw America more via Biden and his policies? Where does it end? And that's, I really don't see even on the horizon, except for the election, assuming we can fix things then, I don't see where the idiocy ends on the left. 
And John, you talk about the idiocies of some of these policies and look at the crack pipe story that's coming out, you know, where it's over $30 million of our tax money on the federal end. They're spending on these supposedly safe smoking kits. And, you know, you have Jen Psaki out there at a press conference saying there's no crack pipes in these safe smoking kits that crack pipes are not going to be part of the safe smoking kits that are funded by mm-hmm. the administration. Um, but can you clarify for us, were they never a part of the kit or were they removed in response to this reporting and this pushback? The they were never a part of the kit. It was inaccurate reporting and we wanted to put out information to make that clear. So the policy for the safe smoking kits that have the crack pipes in them, they're saying this about them the distribution of crack pipes to drug addicts as part of its plan to advance racial equity. So how in the hell do you advance racial equity by putting crack pipes in these smoking kits for meth or whatever else you want to smoke in it? And being in law enforcement like we both have been, John, uh, this is something ridiculous. And when you talk about racial equity, not me, but this is their words, They're telling the community that we're going to put crack pipes in here and give them away free so you can have racial equity. Well, the left wants to throw around the word racism like, you know, candy in these days and for the last, you know, decade or two. This is real racism, saying that you're going to use the crack anyway, so we're just going to give you the pipe because maybe you can't afford a new pipe for your crack. At some point, there was a group of people in a room that thought this was a good idea. Those people need to be fired and outed, and these kind of idiotic policies need to be thrown in the trash can. I can't believe we're back here talking about this when we've already rejected the free needle programs for decades, and yet the, the federal government thinks this is a great idea. So are we talking about racial equity between smoking crack, smoking meth, or what are, I mean, what are they even talking about the racial equity part of it. Well, this is kind of postmodernism uh, as a little case study. You can throw out a word like equity or racism or whatever to justify literally anything. Hey, we want to give out free crack pipes. Well, let's call it equity. You know, oh, we want to do universal health care. Well, let's call it infrastructure. They just call stuff whatever they want. They're making up these Equity, uh, equity is the new do it for the children, honestly. That's what it really is. It's, it's, the, it's the automatic excuse now they throw for any new program or policy or idea they come up with, no matter how idiotic it is. They throw equity in there, and all of a sudden it becomes okay. Kind of like doing it for the children. Well, it is. It's ingrained. That's what, that's what they're doing. They're ingraining it in the school system so all the kids grow up with it and want to expect that. And that's the generational thing. And we could do a whole nother show on schools. But, you know, kind of moving back to this equity thing, Jen Psaki, you have Jen Psaki that already said that on the video. We have Michelle Shen of USA Today. We have Bayless Wagner of USA Today, all spouting off the same talking points that no, there's no crack pipes in these kits. No, nothing there. Nothing to see here. Then you have Reuters jump in. CNN jumps in. All the Marxist liberal media swamp doing the whole same thing. All the talking points. 
Oh, we know that they coordinate all that stuff. And them trying no. to say that there's not crack pipes in those smoking kits. It's like, yeah, and that rose at the gas station is really a rose. You know, that's what you're buying, right? No, that's a crack pipe, dude. You know, call it whatever you want. It's it's a crack pipe. And a federal ban on, you know, drilling is not really a federal ban, you know, because they're going to spin it whatever way helps helps their side. It's a crack pipe. We're, we're enabling someone to damage their life and break the law and, and, and honestly making it more likely for someone to get arrested because you're going to have all these crack pipes all over the place. You know, as soon as it's used as for an illegal drug, it becomes illegal, at least in the state of Texas. And so your federal government is helping people break the law, helping erode society, helping these people damage their lives. Man, it's almost like they want to destroy America. Whoa. You're right, Nate. They are trying to destroy America, and they're doing a good job at it. And I'll tell you what, we've got an insider. And this insider, Mr. Swampley, is on via satellite right now. Let's go to Mr. Swampley. We are part of thousands upon thousands. We are in the media. We are in elected offices. We are part of private industry. We are all over the United States. We are swamp creatures ready to take over the United States and make it the Marxist country that we want. Swampley, do you consider yourself a Republican, a Democrat, or an Independent? <laughs> I laugh at your political parties and your political systems. You are crazy. You are all the same. This will be turned into a Marxist society where the elite will rule. Swampley, give me an idea. What's the difference between January 6th and sending Antifa to the houses of Supreme Court justices? I'm just curious. There's a vast amount of difference. January 6th was a complete insurrection upon all insurrections. It was greater than 9-11. And the Supreme Court justices, we must stand together to make this a Marxist society. Swampley, I have a last question for you about these crack pipes. Crack pipes. Ha! Huh. Crack pipes is another way that we ruin society to turn it into Marxism. Swampley's done speaking with you. Whoa, where are you going? Wait, wait a minute. Swampley? Swampley. Looks like we lost Swampley. I think we did. I think that satellite feed went down or kind of looked like he was in trouble and might have had to go. What I think it actually was was swamp gas bouncing off the water interfering with the satellite signal. Oh, man, I bet it was the Green New Deal part of that, and he had to go. So you have all this stuff coming out about there's no crack pipes in the smoking kits, none of this, no no way, Jen Psaki, all the USA Today, Roy, does everybody, CNN. And then the Washington Free Beacon, you've got Patrick Huff, and what's he do? He actually goes out and tries to look at these smoke kits, and guess what he finds? Crack pipes. A crack pipe, maybe? <laughs> Boston, Washington, Baltimore, Richmond, New York City, crack pipes, and all these government-funded, taxpayer-funded kits that me and you are paying for so they can smoke crack and meth or whatever they want. So Biden has screwed up policies, energy, you name it. He screwed it up. His whole team has messed it up. 
and it's time for a big change. It's time to get rid of Biden and bring back conservative values to the United States. 